Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach Podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. Hey, hey, welcome back. (laughs) How you doing? Um, So, I don't know about y'all, but today is a beautiful rainy day in Durham, North Carolina. And I love gray days. I love gray days sometimes better than sunny days. I do like sunny days if I'm on a beach. (laughs) So I have to tell y'all, my chair is so low that I record in that I have to sit on a yoga, yoga bolster. And my right ass cheek is like gripping aggressively the bolster to stay on here. So if you start to see me slide forward, if you're watching this or if you're listening to the podcast, you might hear me say, but don't <laughs> Anyway, um, today I really wanted to talk to you all about something that became so highlighted for me in the pandemic. And that was what is going on with my life. Now, I was doing a lot of things that I did not want to do anymore, but I wasn't quite sure about how to go about not doing them. And with all of that downtime, and you know, I have the privilege to say that um, I was able to have a lot of downtime in the pandemic. Um, we didn't lose jobs, my business grew, but it just was a natural shift, downshift for me. All the things that were bothering me came to light. And I did not know what to do about it. But here's the key. I knew there was something to be done. I just came across a quote. I'm going to butcher it the other day. um, But something around being normal isn't that you don't have problems. Being normal is that you realize you can solve the problem. Okay. And when I talk about solving any problems, y'all, I'm always talking about solving problems that are yours, not your mama, your cousins, your baby daddy, your third husband. Nope. I'm talking about the problems that are yours to solve. So that's a big thing. So today we're going to talk through three things that I realized during the pandemic Um, that I have fully enacted now that are helping my life. And I know that they can help you too. So let's get started. Um, Notice how when I was talking to you all, I mentioned recognizing your stuff versus everybody else's. Now I'm a stepmother, I'm a wife, 
And I'm a business owner. I'm a daughter. You know, I got friends, all those things. But all those people come with a lot of goodness, but they also come with opinions, <laughs> thoughts, things in the world, um, feelings, and problems. Um, and one of the things that I was doing pre-pandemic and really came to a head in the pandemic was I was making all the people's problems my problems. Now, being a little dramatic, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. That's going to be reason number two. I'm being a little dramatic. I did not make all the people's problems the problem, my problems, but there were enough of them, enough of close ones to me who I thought they should be doing things different ways. And we're, we, I want to really get into that. So here is your first thing. Letting go of control around what is happening in your loved one's lives. Letting go of always needing to be the person who is the fixer. Letting go of believing that these people, you know, I bet you, like most folks, you have had a problem that you have solved. I guarantee you, you've had thousands of problems you solved, you know, maybe tens of thousands of problems you solved, right? Let me give you an example. You're driving to work. The road is blocked. You stop, you bust a UE, and you go a different way. That is solving a problem, okay? And it doesn't have to be big, but when we step into other people's lives and we feel over-responsible for them and we begin to think it's our jobs to solve their problems, we begin to bump up against our own shit. And what I want to ask you is, why are you so willing to solve everybody else's problems? I guarantee you there's some things that could stand your attention in your life. But in some of us, we have people who are, you know, substance abusers or they're in recovery or we have people who don't have money in the way that they like or we have um, friends who are in, you know, relationships that are difficult. But my belief is that when I step back and I can listen, um, but when I step back, I allow other people's intuitions, spiritual guidance, if you believe in that kind of thing, um, the universe, whatever you call it, to come in and give them an opportunity to solve them. Because if we're not careful, we are enabling people and we're allowing them to you know, begin to use us as a sounding board, feel better in their problem situation, and then they end up going back to it. You actually are enabling that person when they can sit and talk out all the problems about the partner that does not work for them. And they dump truck on you. We're going to call it dump truck. And they back their dump truck up and they put all the shit. They dump it on you. They feel renewed. They feel, I actually had a male friend who did this. He would call me. He would complain about his wife. I mean, and then 
I would be confused because I was like, oh, he seems so unhappy. This is not in the pandemic. This has been years ago. And I would be confused because I was like, oh, he's so unhappy. But I shortly began to realize that he called me to dump it all out to be his confidant. And then he went back to her and he was fine. Now we do that for our friends sometimes and our friends do that for us, but there is, there's a balance to it. There is a balance to it. And that's something for you to find, right? Sometimes you can say to your friend or you can begin to train your friends because you got to train them sometimes. You can um, say to them, oh, you know, hey, I just wanted to pick up and say, hey to you, I'm just not in a place to be able to, you know, talk a lot or offer advice or even saying to them, hey, when you talk about this, I have these, you know, feelings that come up and I see you in this situation and I've decided to, you know, take some space around talking about that. There are a lot of other things to talk about or the friend who never asks if you can hear what they have to say. Like get into the habit of saying, hey, do you, are you able to hear what I need to say? And if they can't, you can't get mad at them. You ask them the question. Well, you can get mad, but you need to learn how to allow people to be where they are. And that comes from you allowing yourself to be where you are. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. So there's that. We're, you know, not going to be taking on other people's problems, feeling like we are the lead actor in someone else's soap opera, okay? And so then the second thing that really came, you know, to a head for me in the pandemic was that I was not allowing myself to be truthful about what was not working. Um, I dated a guy and he actually was a psychologist. <laughs> um, and he pointed out to me that there were times this is years ago, y'all, I don't know. I've been married for 10, uh, not 10 years. I've been with my husband for 11 years. So it was a long, long time ago. But he mentioned to me that when I had a problem, I tended to look around for all the problems and kind of snowball. I literally can see us walking around Duke's campus and him saying that to me. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, the whole idea is that when you are realizing something's not working, you begin to look around at everything that's not working. And how does that work? It's like you have to decide that you may focus on this issue right here and leave the other six. You know, decide an issue hierarchy. This is the one that's bothering me the most and I want to handle this. Or I always think about this. When I was paying off the debt to buy my first house, the financial advisor, Miss Angela, said, pay off your smallest debt first and then go to the next smallest debt and the next and the next. So maybe you solve the smallest issue. Maybe that was just a quick three decisions or whatever, and then you go to the next, or you decide you want to go to the biggest thing, because maybe the biggest thing is influencing all the other ones. But deciding that you're going to do one problem at a time, and you're not going to try to solve everything, 
that was something that was huge for me. Something that was huge for me to decide to let the snowball sit on and melt and me to go ahead and just do one thing and know that I respected and trust, you respect and trust yourself enough to get and give yourself enough attention to get to those other issues, right? All right. And then the last one I want to talk about is realizing that you are over-dramatizing many of the situations in your life. Now, you will always hear me say there are some categories we do not over-dramatize. If we are being physically abused in any way, emotionally abused in any way, we're not going to, that's not what I'm talking about with the over-dramatization, okay? I'm talking about when you say statements like, I never do this. I never take care of myself. I never have anyone to talk to. No one ever listens to me. I'm never going to be able to find someone to love. (laughs) Y'all, let's talk about that. My favorite one. I never take care of myself. I never get enough rest. In your whole entire life, there have been times where you have taken care of yourself. You have. Did you brush your teeth today? Okay, did you brush your teeth last Wednesday? (laughs) Did you do something to your hair? Did you put on some lotion? Did you eat some food? Did you drink a beverage, some water? Did you, you know, call someone who loved you? Did you, like... You do things to take care of yourself. You may want to go deeper in that journey. And I want you to really begin to think about that. Like, how do I go deeper, deeper into a journey versus I never do it? Y'all, throw never's ass in the trash. Never ain't never helped nobody. Okay? So go into the, no one ever listens to me. Well you may choose to call people who do not listen to you. And you can correct that by finding at least one person who does. That might be your issue to solve. I'm going to find a real friend who legitimately wants good things for themselves first and wants and is able to have a full enough cup to want good things for the people in their lives. Not only that, there are support services, counseling, support groups, all of these different things. You can find somebody to listen to you, but if you're saying, I want this particular person to listen to me and to be able to control them by having them behave the way I want them to behave, I can't help you with that. As a matter of fact, put down your snowball and work on that issue first. I want to work on not feeling like I have to control people, that I have to have people have certain reactions. Y'all, if you can get that in your head and heart, that I don't need people to act a certain way for me to be safe, happy, and healthy, your life will dramatically change, but you will have to practice that. 
you will have to practice that. That could have been reason number four, by the way. (laughs) So that idea of I don't do this ever. When I used to work as a weight loss um, life coach, I came up with this concept of slapping a butt on it. Okay, slap a butt. I just slap the butt. Slap your own. Do not slap anyone else's butt lest you get charged. Okay, slap your own butt. All right. That means when I say something, I always look for an alternative point of view. So, for instance, um, you know, I have people who said, I, I've never been able to lose weight, but I'm open to that changing. I'm open to thinking differently about that. I'm open to realizing that might not be true. I'm open to finding the thing that works for me so that I can lose weight. Okay. So slapping a butt on it, like when you are making the drama bigger than it needs to be, what you're really doing is trying to find a way to keep yourself captive. That is hopelessness. That is you deciding that your circumstances dictate your happiness instead of you knowing that your happiness is a choice. It's a reason why the podcast is called what it's called, because what we're going to do is learn to program our subconscious minds, right? When I say program your subconscious, I mean bringing your subconscious thoughts to your consciousness so then you can decide if you want to keep them or if you want to kick their asses in the trash, okay? That's part of what we're gonna do. But what I have to say to you all is, listen, I am a life coach and any life coach you meet is doing the same exact thing you are. It's the reason why we know what's going on in your life because ding, 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 we have been there. We get it. We know because we are doing that work all the time. The pandemic and even pre-pandemic gave me a series of relationships where I realized as evolved as I think I am, (laughs) and I am, but I realized that there were places I was still trying to control people and their behaviors. There were places I was still looking for approval and there were places I was still suffering from not feeling good enough and being over-responsible. And let me tell y'all, if you want to change you will have to practice those things. You will have to practice that change. That change will not automatically happen. It will not. So here's the real question you want to ask yourself. Am I willing to stick in there like I would my kid or my best friend? Am I willing to stick in there with myself until I get the life that resembles me? That seems like it fits with me. Maybe it ain't the shit the other people are doing. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me deciding that I can't have a friend who respects me and respects themselves. Watch how people treat themselves. 
or I'm not allowed to begin a new pattern of health or eating that supports me and helps me, you know, to wake up and feel my best. You will have to practice stuff. Your brain will throw up all the reasons why the shit will not work and you will have to decide I am I tell this to my class all the time. You make your brain your bitch. You don't become your brain's bitch. That means you tell your brain how it's going to go instead of your brain working on the autopilot of the subconscious. We're going to get all into that, y'all. Okay. So finally, what I really want to say is you can change. You can absolutely change. You can have the life you want. You can be the person you want to be. But you will have to decide that you're going to let go of some of the things that have kept you where you don't want to be. And I can help you with that. I'm here for you to help you with that. I believe in you. And we're going to walk through this look. To get her. We're going to walk through this together, y'all. Okay? So, love that you came today. I like to always say this to people. Don't think you have to sit down and listen to the podcast. You can go on a walk around the block. You could be making dinner. You could be shopping in the grocery store. You could be doing whatever you want, as long as you're safe, y'all. As long as you're safe. But just, you could be cleaning the bathroom, whatever. I I love to listen to podcasts actually is when I'm doing other things. So think of this as your moment to fortify yourself, to realize you are not crazy. You're not crazy. You were having a human experience and you want to get the best that that human experience can get, give you, and you can. We're going to do it together. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Bring your ass back here next week. (laughs) All right. Bye. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good. Good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials. So find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors, and you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. 